Viewer warning. The following program contains material that may be too intense for some viewers. Parental discretion is advised. Hey everybody, this is Brandon Ford and welcome to another TV edition of the Blind Rage Podcast. This week it is Tales from the Crypt, Beauty Rest, starring Mimi Rogers, Kathy Ireland, Jennifer Rubin, and Buck Henry. And this is from season four, and I'm using the DVD as a source, so if you want to watch along, that would be your best bet, but feel free to choose any platform you'd like. <clears throat> Excuse me. Before we get into the episode, I have to get some blogs out of the way. Please don't forget to check out my books on Amazon by going to Amazon.com or the Amazon app. Typing in Brandon Ford, you'll find my titles available in paperback and Kindle editions. You can also find my titles in audiobook format by going to Audible.com or the Audible app. Typing in Brandon Ford. If you don't already, please follow me on Instagram at writer Brandon Ford. You can also follow me on Twitter at Brandon Ford. You can also email me directly if you have any questions, comments, concerns, suggestions, recommendations at blindragepod81 at gmail.com. And lastly, please don't forget to rate review subscribe especially rate doing giving a star rating only takes a few seconds so especially if you're um listening on apple it only takes a couple seconds just hit the drop down select a star rating even if it's not a five star rating and hit submit it would definitely get the podcast more exposure and by the way, sidebar, I'm not saying this, I'm not encouraging this because I'm getting any money. I don't monetize. I don't get a cent for this. This is all a labor of love. So, yeah. It would be nice if you would show tiny bit of support by just giving me a little bit of, a little rating. <clears throat> and maybe, just maybe, picking up some of my books. That was shameful. Shameful right there. But... You gotta do what you gotta do. Alright, so we're gonna begin with the three count. So if you're watching along, I hope you have your episode queued up and ready to go. Hey, because, alright. Three, two, one, play. I got nervous for a second there. I thought it wasn't gonna play. Alright, so this is Beauty Rest from season four, an episode that I hadn't seen in quite a while, but remembered pretty clearly. Um, I didn't trust myself though, therefore I revisited the episode earlier just to make sure. I uh, Well, the only thing that I forgot about this episode was that Jennifer Rubin was in it even though she has a minor role and being that she is in the uh, world of models uh, it kind of um, 
made me think of her role in the Jim Wynorski, Roger Corman remake of Wasp Woman, in which she plays an aging model who uh, has a beauty line. Not a great movie, but I like it on a purely so bad it's good level. Just as I like this episode on a purely so bad it's good level. I remembered this pretty clearly, as I said. Uh, I didn't remember the Mimi Rogers character being as unlikable as she is. But she's unlikable right out of the gate. Even when she's doing the commercial for the Ball Buster perfume. Like, there would ever be a perfume called Ball Buster. But not only that, this episode is almost a beat-for-beat beat remake of Top Billing. The Top Billing episode with John Lovitz. It's the exact same thing. Um... It even features characters who are feuding overacting roles. And um, one thing leads to another, and another leads to murder. And the only main difference is, you know, aside from the general uh, plot, but uh, the. It's, it's a woman. It's a woman who is the playing both the antagonist and the protagonist. Um, you know, I think the main difference here is you do feel sorry for John Lovitz in a way because he is the underdog and he's been through the ringer so many times before. But the Mimi Rogers character... Well, you got a man in the, in the lead in top billing and there's a woman in beauty rest but Mimi Rogers she, while she is struggling she you don't feel sorry for her because she's not she doesn't put herself in the position as the underdog she puts herself in the position as an entitled bitch she thinks that she everything should be handed to her on a silver platter and because it's not, because she's not getting away, she's just, she starts acting like a spoiled brat. And I completely forgot how bad Kathy Ireland's acting is. You know, nothing against Kathy Ireland. She's a beautiful, beautiful girl and probably should have stuck to her day job. Just as a little side note on Kathy Ireland, I remember really, really liking when I was very young, very young, like eight, this terrible movie that she did called Alien from L.A. And I remember I seeing it on HBO as a kid and I thought it was so f much fun, but then I hadn't seen it for years and years and years until Comedy Central started playing it um, in the late 90s, early aughts, and I couldn't even get through it. Oh my God, it was painful. Not only was the movie bad, but her acting was abysmal, and it's pretty cl 
clear why she didn't go down the same route as so many other model models successful models did um, in uh, in the acting world she definitely wasn't a Cameron Diaz but you know the Yeah, she's nasty to everybody. She and she blames everybody for her her um lack of success. She's convinced that Kathy Ireland, who is her roommate, is sleeping her way to the top. And uh, I mean, oh God, I always do this. Why do I always do this? But I, I always say that I hate talking about uh, people's physical presence and saying they're unattractive. And Mimi Rogers is not an unattractive woman uh, by any means. I don't, I don't want to in, implicate that. She's a beautiful woman. But Kathy Ireland is a supermodel. Or was at the time. And the main... Well, they first of all, they shouldn't be going up for the same roles. Um, I love that this that <laughs> she says she wants these parts, but there's some things that she's not willing to do to get them. Meaning, she's not willing to have sex with a producer or or a director, but she is willing to commit brutal murder. That's that sex. Oh no. But murder? Sure, yeah, I can get down with that. Um, but what I was trying to say is the main reason why Kathy Ireland's character Joyce is getting the roles is because she's younger and she's prettier. That's why. I don't think it has anything to do with her talent at all. It's because she's younger and prettier. And while... I can't remember her name, Mimi Rogers' character. She is so dead set on Joyce um, sleeping her way. Or do, yeah, she says she's never done it. Um, and, um,. And she's nice too. She's Joyce, that is. So you you really you you have no um, sympathy or empathy at all for the Mimi Rogers character because she's lashing out at everybody, even to those who are nice to her. And while she definitely does resent Joyce for getting all the roles that she feels she's entitled to, um, she really doesn't have any real reason to hate this girl other than being envious and jealous of her because Joyce is, is nice. She's a nice person and it's never confirmed whether or not she has been playing the casting couch game. And yeah, she didn't even know that she got 
the commercial for Ball Buster, the Ball Buster perfume. And so, Helen, it's not what you're thinking. I really like this guy. Helen, her name is too. That's her name. I can understand the frustration of being in a certain field where you're trying and trying and trying and you're not getting anywhere, but I mean, she doesn't handle her failures very well. Um, she, she behaves as though the world owes her something owes her everything actually and because she's not getting what she wants she resorts to mur well this this murder of Joyce is actually accidental she was just gonna knock her out with I, I don't remember what she gives her some sort of sleeping pills or I, I don't know if they're narcotics but she gives her puts puts a gives her tea that's laced with something and she put too much because Joyce dies but the initial plan was for Joyce to pass out and for Helen to go to whatever this venue is and uh, take the job with this note which is some sort of golden ticket you never know what the note says all all they say is it's a note from tom that is supposed to be presented to george played by um who is it buck henry and um then you know that it's supposed to it's supposed to um yeah, it's supposed to be the golden ticket that, that gets you past the velvet rope and makes you the winner of whatever this contest or, or pageant is, which you're not really clear on. You just think it's a beauty pageant. She took like three small sips of this tea and already she's starting to feel the effects and then soon she's going to die. But... Yeah, so the first the first murder is accidental, and then because when Jennifer Rubin becomes a roadblock when she gets to the pageant, she kills her. So she kills two people in one day. Well, you know what they say. Murder is kind of like tattoos in that the first one it's hard to get, but then the everyone after that it gets a lot easier. Um, not that I would know. I've never killed anybody, or nor do I have any tattoos. But so she does. It does seem like she doesn't have a conscience at all when she kills Jennifer Rubin. 
and she she dispatches of her very easily and like i said that's one of the main differences between this episode and top billing is that there are two killings in top billing there's only the one when john lovitz um murders his his friend who he's been in competition with for years to get the uh, to get the role in Hamlet. And by the way, the, another similarity between that episode and this one is the friend in Top Billing who is successful in the acting field has made a lot of money doing commercials. And I think it's interesting too that the very thing that opens the show, this episode rather, is Helen auditioning for a commercial it's almost like yeah it kind of is your fault you killed her you don't deserve it see she's still playing the victim even though she just killed Joyce and I, I I'm sorry but I don't, and I'm not going to go off on a tangent here, but I've definitely known people who, no matter what they do or what kind of harm they cause, they still see themselves as the victim. And it's so sickening. So, yeah, this is definitely one of the episodes where you have a main character who does some, a lot of despicable acts or, and gets their comeuppance. So you really don't feel sorry for them at the end, but there, there was a fair share of these kinds of episodes that because a lot of these these episodes follow a similar template where it's either a character who is bad from the very beginning and does bad things and is genuinely unlikable and but then gets their comeuppance or you have a character who starts out as good and is pushed to certain lengths and does some things that are completely out of their character and then they ultimately pay the price for it in the end so it's kind of in the same vein of the episode the episodes that i've mentioned so many times before where a murdered character who has been wronged comes back from the dead to go after those who've done whatever to them and you know this supernatural element comes into play just because it's never really explained and I'm really not exactly 100% sure what the fuck because this this comes out this comes so far out of left field because this is so not something that is a real thing something that you've never heard of before and something that couldn't possibly be real because you know this is 
essentially murder in front of a room full of people. And what I'm referring to is what ultimately, what we ultimately find is what this pageant is, and that is Miss Autopsy. And, um, so yeah, it is, and there's, there's subtle hints about it. I mean, it, the episode is not completely, completely brainless, but there, there are, there are subtle hints about what, what the motive what, or what um, Helen's come up with is going to be because there's all this talk about what's on the inside that really counts and blah 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 and then there's one moment when the host of the show I think it's Buck Henry says to her it says something along the lines of um, you're you're going to be when she asks if I when I win what will I be selling and he says you're going to be selling yourself because what's in, what's inside is is the most important thing or what really counts or whatever and she says that's really poetic and that is a, a hint that it's going to be poetic justice at the end of the episode because she does she does end up here it is Yeah. Yeah, that's really poetic. See, but this is something that is so far out of left field that it's that it's weird and it doesn't make any sense. And um, having a corpse on display, a corpse on display that has been, and you kind of wonder if any of these other girls know exactly what the hell is going on. I don't think I would say no. Um, but there's one scene when, uh, the makeup artist is, is putting the, the, the makeup on Helen and he's being a little too rough with her and he's being a total diva because Helen is resisting and she's saying, you know, this is too heavy. It's not going to look right. And of course you got to use heavy, heavy, heavy makeup because on a, on a corpse, because it's, it doesn't, you can't you know it's it's dead flesh so the makeup isn't going to stay and so he's doing he's putting the he's putting the makeup on her like she's already dead i guess that will help the um the uh the what do you call it um end result rather what i was trying to say and um he has a line about um, what does he say? I think he says either I'm not, I'm not dealing with these models or something, or this beauty pageant thing or something like that. He's like, I'm. We should just start taking them off the street, um, like we used to do. So this is something that is something that they do for some reason they pick women to be miss autopsy every year because they say miss she's miss autopsy 1992 and so 
we have this subplot here that really i i the subplot here with jennifer rubin really doesn't is is inconsequential it really has no bearings on what's going to happen and uh, i really think it was it was just unnecessary and i think it was probably added purely to make Helen even more despicable than she already is. And, um, so that confrontation and then the murder. Oh, God. Drusilla, what the fuck kind of name is that? And, so, yeah, I mean, I just, I don't understand what who these room full of people are who come to witness this to witness this uh, uh, autopsy or this um I get I don't know is she disemboweled I don't think so because you see from what I remember, you know, it's the it, this was before these were before the days of CGI. So they, they're all practical effects. And from what I remember, you just see or it's supposed to be it's supposed to look like she's been skinned, basically. This is just funny to me, and it's, I don't think it's intentionally supposed to be funny. It's, 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 it's like her, she's so fucking, um, judgmental and unnecessarily so. She thinks that people who have succeeded have, people who succeed do so by, uh, committing unseemly acts i.e. Joyce, who she is convinced has been playing the casting couch and that's what makes her so successful the whole time. And she says, you know, Jennifer Rubin's character, uh, Drusilla, sounds like a fucking leader of a coven. She says, you know, uh, it's despicable women like you who play the casting couch and blah, 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 blah. And Helen says, I'm not that kind of girl. And Jen Jennifer Rubin says, what kind of girl are you? And Helen says, I'm this kind of girl. So, yeah, in essence, it's better to be a, a murderer than to be a whore. Because, you know, if you're sleeping around, that that's really pushing it. You know, we can't do that. But we can go and strangle as many models as we see fit. That's all right. Models aren't people. I'm kidding.
So this is their scene where Helen gets the first inkling that something is wrong. And I don't I don't get that part. When he's the makeup artist says great bone structure and she says she thanks him and he says I wasn't talking to you. Who the fuck were you talking to? I do like that they're in this weird, dark room, and it's they're like the only ones there, and it's very, it's desolate, and their voices are kind of echoing, and it's, it, it it's, the show, for the most part, is well directed. It's just not very well written. So I'm I'm not I'm not sure what they did. I think they gassed her. A song is so stupid. For some reason, there there's another episode. There's the only Sin Deep episode with Leah Thompson, and then there's an only Skin Deep episode, which I th was convinced that that was the name of this episode. I completely forgot the Beauty Rest title. I guess it's because this is really ha isn't an episode that I revisit often or haven't revisited often. I'm pretty sure that I did see this when it initially aired because i i doubt that they would have shown this on syndicated television i can't say for sure but to show somebody who's been skinned and their insides is i and this is the whole payoff of the show so without it the show's nothing the episode's nothing i don't know I think it would have to be too heavily censored for it to be shown on, on syndicated TV. I would still like to know who all these people are. Are they all... Like... Like people in hostel or something who pay to see... Real life mutilation? I, I don't know. I don't get it. It's not... It's not realistic. But again... 
you know but there's a different i as i say this is like the the show is supposed to be fun it's supposed to be the equivalent of a popcorn movie but there's a difference between something that that makes sense and then something that doesn't and that just kind of fucks it up all you know but anyway that was beauty rest i want to thank you as usual for staying with me to the bitter end and i hope you'll come back for more commentaries, more episodes, more movies, more shows. So until next time, this is Brandon Ford wishing you all unpleasant dreams.